0: You're listening to Less Stress in Life with hosts Deb Timmerman and Barb Fletcher. We believe life with less stress and more energy is possible with the right tools, strategies, and knowledge. So we bring you real conversations around the stress of relationships, money, and the daily hassles of life with guests that will inspire, challenge, entertain, and motivate you to take action. Welcome to Less Stress in Life. I'm Deb Timmerman, and I'm here with Barb Fletcher. Today, our guest is Eric Kiska. He is a branch manager for Atlanta Mortgage. He helps clients finance their dream home and build their personal wealth. As a 20-year mortgage industry professional, he has a wonderful depth of knowledge of the mortgage and financial services industry. And it's National Financial Awareness Day on August 14. Money and finances are the number one stressor in life. So in this week's podcast, we'll talk with Eric about reducing the stress around buying or refinancing a home. Hi, Eric. So glad to have you on our show. Hi, Deb. Hi, Barb. How are you? Great. Welcome. Thanks, Thanks for having me. So Eric, buying a home and, or obtaining financing can be a really stressful thing. What's the number one thing that you see that creates that stressful experience? for your buyers?
1: I'd say the current stressful experience probably just deals with the current market conditions. It's definitely a seller's market right now. So a lot of buyers may be getting frustrated because they're in a multiple offer situation depending on the area or the city that they're in. So it's like very important to have your ducks in a row and make sure your financing's in line so that listing agent knows that you're good to go when you're competing with multiple offers. Some people are also like writing a letter to them stating why they want that home and what it would do for their family to help them out.
0: So is it kind of a dear buyer? I want your home because?
1: Yeah, that's pretty much the realtor's job because it kind of just makes somebody like, hey, I might have two kids or the school district. I really like it. It's important to me. You know, with a multiple offer situation, it's not going to be a make or break deal because typically the seller is probably going to go with just the highest and best offer if they're making the most amount of money. But if you are kind of competing with someone else with a similar offer, it, it does help.
0: My realtor friends tell me that sometimes there are 10, 20 offers on one piece of property.
1: Yeah, it's a crazy market. There's definitely low supply and just a huge demand. So depending on the location, In Michigan, I serve the entire state, including the Upper Peninsula. There's actually even more, 30, 40. So some people are just using their retirement, going above and beyond what the home's going to appraise for and willing to come in with that difference. So um, depending on your area, it's important that you have that money saved or you're willing to do that. You're probably gonna wanna waive inspections and just make it a lot easier agreement, just to give yourself an advantage in hopes of getting that home.
0: That doesn't always help in the long term, though, with stress, right? Because if you waive inspections, you buy the house basically as is.
1: Yes, that is correct. I mean, depending, I mean, I always would recommend getting a home inspection, but for a newer build or if a home is five years or 10 years and you know it's, there's really probably nothing wrong with it, then it might be advantageous to do that. I would always just kind of take advice of your realtor who's we're all working together as a team trying to get you that home and ultimately you're the end decision maker so if you feel like you need an inspection you can still get one.
2: It's certainly a gamble these days to pay more than what the house is is actually worth and so you know it's when we look at those mortgages and the amounts of money that we owe for now it's good but if you our, uh, our bubble bursts and we find ourselves uh, over-leveraged, that can certainly add stress.
1: Yeah, it would be a lot of stress in that situation. You'd kind of want to discuss things with your family, your financial planner, accountant, make sure you can afford the payment, realize you're probably going to be in that home five years, 10 years, maybe longer. If something were to happen and you needed to move, could you sell it? Could you come up with the difference that now you're underwater on if that may be the case. Mm-hmm. So kind of just the, every situation is kind of unique. So it kind of just depends on all your personal situation is and what your personal goals are, and what you're looking to accomplish.
0: That's really good advice. And there are a couple of realtors in my circle of influence who have been cautioning people against going upside down and paying too much borrowing out of their four hundred ones because Things typically do course correct over time, and you might not ever get that money back.
1: No, but you're also kind of depending on what you're looking to buy the home for. Are you looking to get out of the situation you're in? Are you renting? Um, is your payment going to be a lot cheaper? Are you Are actually going to own it? Are you buying it for the school district for more space? Is it a long-term investment and hopes that it does appreciate or you're in it long enough and you're kind of just basically creating memories in your home and just kind of living life.
0: To help buyers in the process now, it's recommended that you get pre-approved from a mortgage lender before you start shopping for a house. Why is that important?
1: For a variety of reasons. Number one, a realtor is going to require that. They're going to want to approve a letter, probably to even show you a house. Unless you're looking to do a for sale by owner, you know the person you don't need a realtor. Um, also you just want to make sure your financing's in line so you're not wasting your time, the realtor's time, and that if you do come across your dream home, that you can make an offer on it immediately if you want, especially in competitive market, market, because that's what everyone else is doing. And also it's good just to make sure your financing is good to go and you have your credit checked to make sure there's no crazy surprises or that something doesn't pull up on your credit report that you were unaware of and you had no idea about it where you would have looked into it months ahead in advance, maybe you could have corrected that problem ahead of time and just kind of be proactive and not reactive.
0: The strangest thing that's come up on someone's credit report that was a, I wasn't aware of. Um, probably just
1: similar names, senior, junior, dad's account, something like that, that affects it. Um, maybe that person co-signed for someone and didn't realize it, a student loan, grandma and grandpa co-signs for their grandchildren and it pops up and they had no idea that they were responsible for that debt.
0: I think that's really good to know. How much cash should a buyer plan on bringing to the table these days? Um, we have
1: VA if you're a veteran in rural development, meaning if you're kind of buying a property in a rural area, those are zero down loans. FHA is also a government loan that's three and a half percent down. And then you typically you have conventional is five percent down or more. And then you hear about if you put 20% down or more conventional, then you get rid of private mortgage insurance, which is just as an extra cost without putting that down payment. And then so factor in that whatever the purchase price is and then maybe factor in four to $6,000 extra if you don't get seller concessions. Seller concessions are when the seller agrees to pay some of your closing costs. Typically you can have up to 6% of the purchase price rolled into the loan of those. In today's market, it's, it's tougher to get those because it's a seller's market. So you have to be more competitive. So I would recommend maybe saving four to $6,000 on top of whatever your actual down payment that you're putting down on.
0: And then right now, I think people are actually doing something like guaranteeing that the there's like an appraisal gap. So could you explain what that is and how that financing works?
1: Yeah, that's pretty much extra money you would have to have to saved, too, if that's what you wrote in your purchase agreement. So let's say you love the home and your realtor is saying, hey, it's probably going to only appraise for $250,000. Um, you're like, well, I want the home. I'm willing to pay more than it's worth. Let's give offer 275000 with an appraisal guarantee that meaning if it only does appraise for 250000 You have to have that extra difference, which is $25,000 on top of what your down payment would have been and on top of what your closing costs would have been.
2: Wow, so much to uh, keep in mind when uh, it feels even more complicated than it did when I was buying my first house.
1: Yeah, my job's to make it not complicated for you, though. That's what I'm pretty good at. Expectations set up front just so you. Know that you're qualified, what you can or cannot afford, what payment can you afford to verify that you do have the funds and that that's something that you're willing, willing to do. Um, on average, it takes about 30 days to close a loan. I typically keep all my clients updated during the entire process to basically remove all the stress from them and basically put it on me just because that's my job, just to help you out and make it as a smooth transaction as possible.
0: What kinds of unexpected things come up that a buyer should be prepared for?
1: Maybe something with their home inspection. We don't require inspections when we do a loan, that's your personal choice. So, if you do get one, there might be something that you want fixed or you'll have to renegotiate the seller. It is about a 30 day process. There are a lot of third parties involved. So, as an example, we do verification appointments with an employer, verification deposit. We pull a 4506T tax transcript to make sure what you, the tax returns and tax documents you provided match with what's on record with the IRS. So basically there's really nothing like too unexpected. The appraisal is a big one. You really can't control that. as an independent third party appraiser. I can't pick it, you can't pick it, the seller can't pick it. So you're just going on an approved list and you have zero control over that. Hopefully the listing agent has like clear title. So the title company is going to come back where the seller's correct. There's no issues. There's no extra liens. There's nothing showing up that could pop up that could stop the buyer from getting that home. Other than that, I check all your assets, your credit and your income, which is what you need to get the loan. So as long as all those things are in line, there should be like no issues.
2: When I was younger, they always said that, you know, buying a house was the biggest purchase that you'd ever make in your life. And, and the pressure to make sure that we're getting it right. And, and now in the times that we are where there are uh, so many people competing for the same homes, it, it probably is easy to get caught up in that momentum.
1: Pretty much every situation unique. So I make sure that you can just afford the payment, what you want. Just don't buy a home just just to buy one. Make sure it's kind of accomplishing your goals and just making a smart financial decision and try not, just don't get in over your head. And if you have to wait an extra year or two years, there's really nothing wrong with that. The market's probably going to correct itself or hopefully a lot more supply comes or more homes are being built. Get back to a more normal market because it's definitely not normal right now.
0: I don't know if anything is really normal right now. If you're considering buying a home, there's a lot to think about, which we heard from Eric, really knowing and being clear about what you want, what you're prepared to spend, not being caught unaware and getting in over your head. And so if I heard you right, Eric, you can't have champagne tastes and a beer budget. They don't go together. You have to do a little bit of planning for this if you want this to be a smooth process.
1: Absolutely. And that's what you're kind of doing up front and why I recommend getting pre-approved, pre-qualified and all those topics are discussed before you even make an offer in, on a home so you know what you're getting into. And then you have the numbers in front of you to be like, can I afford an $800 total payment or what happens if it's 1000 or if it needs to be 1200 with today's market because you might be paying $200,000 instead of a home that you were paying for $150,000 5 years ago. So, the extra $50,000, can you afford what that does to the actual total payment? Seeing all decide by yourself, or if you have like a spouse or a family, kind of just talk things over.
0: We ask this of everybody What is your favorite stress relief tool, Eric?
1: That's an interesting question, like a stress release tool. Talking to you, Deb.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but no, I enjoy golf, working out, walks, being active, typically stuff that chemically releases stuff in your body and your endorphins and just like doing physical stuff is my biggest stress reliever.
0: That's awesome. Well, thanks so much for uh, hopping on today and recording this podcast. If people are interested in using your services within the state of Michigan, how do they contact you?
1: Uh, my cell phone along with texting is 517 937 1975. I'm available 24/7. You can also go to my website at www.ekmortgagelending.com. That's ekmortgagelending.com, and my name is Eric Kiska. Um, You can also look me up on Facebook or LinkedIn and shoot shoot me a message that way.
0: Thank you so much for being our guest today, Eric. All right, thank you very much, Deb. It was nice talking to you too. Less stress in life is possible. If you're new to this kind of thinking and would like to explore what's possible for you, we'd love to connect. You can reach us through our website at lessstressinlife.com. That's lessstressinlife.com.